I inched along the narrow ledge that led to the gaping mouth ripped from the side of the rock face, which provided shelter for the dragon and the hiding place for the soul stealer. Frigid winds blew up the side of the mountain, mixing with the unnatural warm air that emanated from the mouth of the cave. Each of my steps grew heavier as the thick mist clung to my ankles and the weight of my mission bore down on me. Goddess, I don't know how he can stand the heat. I paused before the entrance, pulled several full breaths of the cool outside air into my lungs and flattened my wings against my back, preparing to transverse the remainder of the unstable berm. A thump against my back threatened to knock me off balance. I can take the lead. If you think you can't handle it, Valora. Oris's rotund stomach prodded me forward. You can put your wings away, Oris. Callie's orders are that I am the first hunter on this mission. So if you can't handle it, then you can just fall back. I closed my eyes to regain my focus and tried to push the image of Oris's greasy-haired face out of my mind. He wasn't the only one who thought I couldn't handle this or any other assignment but he was the only one alone with me on this ledge. Callie sent Oris to shadow me because she had to. She was the only one who believed in me. Another bump from Oris, and the rock beneath my right foot crumbled. Heart pounding wildly as I stumbled, my hands flew forward in search of something to grab onto. My wings tried desperately to keep me from sliding down the side of the mountain. As my other foot lost its grip with the ledge and I felt myself slipping, a hand shot out and slung me back into the wall of the rock, knocking the air from my lungs. Oris tucked his muddy brown wings back behind him, making a point of extending them to their full span before doing so. Yep, good you have me here to help you handle things. A smarmy grin washed across his bloated face. His stomach wasn't the only victim of his love of buttered breads. If you hadn't bumped me... I clenched my teeth and struggled to regain my breath as I turned my face back toward the mouth of the cave. Oris always made sure to point out that I was not like the other fae. But I couldn't allow him to best me today. I had a soul-stealer to catch. At least Oris and I could agree on one thing. If you were a fae accused by the king of being a soul-stealer, then not even the goddess could help you. The hunters would make sure of that. I'm going in. I pulled my sword from its scabbard, and swept it back and forth in front of me. The silver blade was light, but strong. Hopefully, strong enough to pierce the dragon's hide. It was hard to know for sure, since this was the first time I'd ever come up against a dragon, and a sword was not the fae's usual weapon of choice. I won't have long inside. If I'm not back in two minutes, head back to the Prixies, I said. From our vantage point atop Mount Elbrus, I could barely make out the shape of the airship tethered below. The combination of the natural fog layer and the smoke that emptied out of the dragon's cave obscured my vision. I didn't wait for the response from Oris before entering the cave. I immediately slammed into an invisible barrier which froze me in place. I fly caught in a spider's web. I looked down, surprised to see a faint glow coming from the red jewel set in the amulet around the copper chain on my neck. The sticky strings of magic that surrounded me released their hold one by one, and I fell forward into the cave. Something had counteracted the spell the dragon put in place to ward off intruders. Did every creature in the realm use magic but me? 
If it was my amulet's doing, it was something I had no idea it could do. But I didn't have time to contemplate that now. Despite triggering the dragon's defenses, there was no sign of it as I crept into the darkening cavern. The magic had released me, but the heat inside the cave took hold of me immediately. Fay weren't used to this kind of heat, and I knew I didn't have time to take in the scenery. I took the first of three tunnels, searching for the inner cave where my king said we would find the soul stealer. The heat seemed to grow more intense with each step I took, wrapping around me and pressing into my very soul. I rounded a tight curve, and the tunnel opened up into a small hollow. A few feet ahead, the soul stealer sat on the ground, head bowed as if in prayer. The once white wings of the soul stealer were thick with the mire of his surroundings. They drooped heavily against his shoulders, as if he didn't have the strength to lift them.